So welcome back to the Grad Life podcast. Today I'm here with Orla Walsh. Orla is an international Irish triathlete alongside studying business and law in UCD. So thanks for being here today, Orla. Thanks very much for having me as well. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm super excited for this because I'm absolutely in awe of athletes. I don't know how they do it, let alone studying business and law full time on the side. Um, so I think the, the best place to start is for you to bring me back to bring me back to how you first got into sports. So when and how did you first get into sport? Yeah, so when I was younger, I was always really active and kind of did everything I could. And like my parents are super supportive, did like just bring me everywhere. And if I wanted to try something, I could. Um, and my sister at the time was swimming in the ESB. Uh, so that's a swimming club that I swam for many years at. And I just saw her in, in swimming and I was kind of like, well, if she's doing it, then I'll do it. So um, I started swimming when I was like eight, I think. And then I didn't take it that seriously until I was like 15. And, but I had been competing in a lot of other sports at the same time. And um, then in 2015, I went to a triathlon Ireland Talent ID Day. And um, I was in fourth year at the time. So I picked up cross country running and was running a bit more consistently. And um, so after, after going to the Talent ID Day, I kind of got recruited uh, to be within the triathlon Ireland development squad. And I haven't really looked back since. So I've been, I think I did my first triathlon in 2017 and here we are. And, but I have been competing internationally since 2018 and have been taking it a bit more seriously since. So you were swimming the whole way through school. You started swimming when you were very young and then you started to take it a bit more seriously in 2015. By serious, do you mean, did you represent Ireland in swimming like you do in triathlon or was it more of a hobby? Uh, no, swimming was just something that like, I really enjoyed it and I loved the atmosphere of it um but like I was like my swimming standard was fairly low if I wanted to compete internationally like you just had to have a bit more talent than what I had um so yeah no I didn't compete at a super high level but I just really enjoyed it and then um at that time I I wouldn't really have been too bothered if I missed a swim session or if I wasn't doing all my hours like I was just having fun with it and then um when I moved into Bill's squad, which was like a higher ranking squad uh, in the club. And um, that's when I took a bit more seriously because, you know, you had a bit more accountability with the coach on the bank and, you know, making people that, making sure people had done their errors. Um, but from then, like I definitely have carried over a lot of um, those attributes from when I was swimming with Bill, like just making sure you're on time and like consistent with training and like just, I learned a lot from that time. Yeah, so you mentioned the discipline there and the the kind of attributes you picked up as a swimmer. And then you moved into triathlon when you were in fourth year. Um, you were recruited, you, you attended an open day, was it? Yeah, yeah. So they just did a load of random, like a, a swim test, a bike test, a run test. And then they got all the data together. And then from that, they were like, okay, who do we want to progress in triathlon? So, yeah. So most um, teenagers in fifth and sixth year are stressed about the leaving cert. So you had the leaving cert going on and triathlon at the same time. How did you find the balancing of that? How did you find the leaving cert? Yeah, so the leaving cert, to be honest, I was a lot more focused on doing my leaving cert and like just getting good grades, to be honest, because at the time I was like, realistically, this is more important than my athletic development. And so I just kind of focused on school and just kind of ran swam and cycled and run when it suited and really just for my head as much as anything so that's when I felt like 
my jump from sixth year to first year college when I had the time to train was way different because I was able to focus way more in college. Yeah, so you you went to college and obviously the triathlon then started to become a lot more serious. Um, so when was the first time you went to a big international competition? Um, it was April 2018 and I had just started with my coaches so Gavinena of Hup Up and uh, I remember at the time I'd only been with them a few weeks and I knew that I had this race coming up so I was like oh I'm gonna try to get really fit and I've kind of been looking at getting a coach for a little while and then I remember I went to them they were like looked at my numbers and stuff they're like you should not do this race and I was like but I really want to they were like no don't do it and I was like oh screw it I'm gonna do it anyways so I did the race and it was actually fine in the end and I'm glad I did it. I think I finished like 16, but um, it was a really good day for the female uh, contingent on, in the junior race because I think one of the girls was 13th, 15th and 16th and that was like the best day in terms of like the junior women that um, we've had in a long time because there's just been a lag in juniors coming up. So yeah, it was, I was happy enough to race it. So Talk to me about how you felt at the start of that race, because obviously your coach had said you shouldn't do it, it but it was your first international competition. What was going through your head on the start line? Um, at the start line, I was just, I remember my coach was like, be aggressive. And I was a bit too aggressive and I absolutely plummeted myself into sea because it was a beach start. So then I was just like fighting to swim through back up to the front of the group. But yeah, I have even learned from that. So yeah, it's all learning. And do you regret it then at the end of the race when you start, start too fast or is it okay? Um, no, so the way that the triathlons that I do work is that it's draft legal. So that means that you cycle around in a group. And um, so that's much more advantageous to like just me going ham on my own and then trying to catch up to the other group. So it's really important to have a good swim because if you have a good swim, then you can be in the fastest bike group. And then if you're in that group on the bike, you're kind of safe. And then it's just a run race, if that makes any sense. No, I get you. Yeah. You competed your first international event and you continued competing internationally, but I know that your your best event and what you consider your proudest moment was the national championships in 2019. So tell me about that. Yeah, so that was uh, 2019. And I remember that season, I hadn't had too many great races. I was racing a lot in France and there's like a couple of things didn't go my way. Um, like, you know, bike falls and that sort of thing. And just bits and bobs so I was kind of like a bit not as confident in my ability as I would have been the year prior but um I remember for that race there's a couple of my teammates racing as well and I remember my coach had me super tapered for the race so I was literally like shaking ready to go being like I need to race and so yeah that was a really big build-up for me and then I remember like thinking to myself it's like I can win this like I, I absolutely can win this but you know you kind of doubt yourself but I remember uh getting to the start line and like before so I find tra triathlons are real you know everyone spends a lot of money on their gear and it's very expensive and you know but I remember in the car park I just saw so many people take out these really fancy TT bikes and I just had a road bike with little TT bars and I was like oh this is this is my day over but then um like the swim I didn't swim as well as I could have but I kind of swam as smartly as I could in that state so I think I was like a minute down from the leader and then on the bike I kind of dropped back a good bit as well just like at the time I wasn't a strong cyclist and I find that like a lot of the uh 
older athletes would be more developed on the bike so they'd just be that bit stronger um, and then I got to the run and I just absolutely went so deep in the well and I just was just running the whole way but I didn't catch my friend Alva until like eight and a half k so I how um, long how long is the run in total sorry it's 10k okay yeah just for us noobs who don't understand triathlon yeah so um I was working really hard until that point and then when I got there I was like kind of like oh will I let up or will I just keep pushing but it wasn't until the last like few hundred meters that I was like oh I've won that's mad just because I was behind the whole race that I didn't actually think I had the title do you know what I mean so yeah yeah Yeah. I remember seeing that when you won that and I thought isn't triathlon a sport where it tends to be older athletes that dominate um so you were this young athlete pretty new and you've just won the national championship and we've got some pretty good international triathletes in Ireland so how did that feel yeah, it was really good. It was like my first Olympic distance as well. So it was like, I hadn't dabbled in that. Now, to be fair, like when you're training X amount of hours a week, it's, you know, like the fitness will translate, but um, there's just a few unknowns around it. Um, but to be fair, like, I think some of the top athletes weren't at that race, but like, I still think that, you know, I could have given them a run for the money on that day. And you mentioned how coming up to the race, things things weren't going particularly well. You'd had a few falls off your bike. Um, and how do you deal with those kind of phases? I know athletes go through them a lot, whether it be injury or just bad, you know, performances. How are you able, how are you able to overcome those bad phases or bad days? Yeah, I think, to be honest, like, you've got to let yourself feel whatever you're feeling at the time. So if you're disappointed, sad whatever just feel it for the day and then you know a day or two after reflect on the race see what happened why it happened and how you would change it in the future so that you're just learning from a bad race but like yeah I think it's as well if you know you've got to take confidence from like good training sessions and numbers and that sort of thing if races aren't exactly going your way yeah, that's great advice. Um, so all this is going on, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that you're a full-time student. So leaving school, you're in fourth year now of business and law in UCD. Um, leaving school, what was your thinking in going into business and law? Had it always been the dream, or was it one of those, I don't know what I'm doing, this is a broad course? Yeah, it was definitely on the latter side of that. I found that in school, I wasn't like particularly sciencey um or artsy or anything so I was like oh like I am interested in business um and I you know it's really broad and then I thought oh sure I'll stick down business and law just because that gives me an additional career option and then yeah ended up getting points I wasn't really expecting it so yeah I was I was never intending on doing business and law I was maybe just going to do commerce but yeah I'm glad that I ended up in BNL. And do you train now through UCD or is it all individual outside of UCD training? Yeah, so I train, I'd use the pool in UCD a lot because they have a 50 metres and um, then I would be training for the swim bike either with training partners or on my own um, but the triathlon setup in UCD is not super developed at the moment so I'd be doing most of my stuff on my own. So you're in fourth year now, final year, last year of college, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. Um, I've been finding online learning has actually play to my favour a lot more than in the classroom. I find that it's definitely uh, an advantage to be able to pause lectures, look up stuff, 
you know catch up on reading here and there um so yeah I've actually enjoyed it but the workload is definitely a lot harder in fourth year I found there was a lot more stress at the end of the semester uh with assignments and stuff but like it's kind of just trying to stay on top of it more than anything um so you you say the stress is upping a little bit now you're in fourth year and you're still training uh like a dog I'm assuming so how how do you balance that work between full-time athlete and full-time student yeah to be honest um for me anyways I would use this app called training peaks and it basically just means that my coach can upload my training so it means that you know on a Sunday I can see what I'm doing for the week in terms of training I look at my training schedule my college schedule and then I just try to align stuff and make it make it fit in when I can um, and it's just like you know, making the most of your time. So if I say I'm going to sit down and study, I'm going to sit down and study and get it done because I don't have time to faff, you know. What are your favourite parts of the course? What are you kind of going into or, or what do you spend a lot of time doing while you're studying? Um, yeah, so in BCD, it's kind of balanced half and half. Um, but I really enjoy doing law, but I don't see myself going into it. But I have really enjoyed taking the law lectures and I think it's been so... Um, so helpful in life just like understanding the legal system yeah it's definitely beneficial when you're looking at all the the huge overlap studying the two subjects when you you yeah. sit down in one lecture and you've realized it's been said before in a in a lecture of a different subject um yeah. you're this incredible athlete um we've established that and you're also studying full-time and we're we're well used to hearing about these athletes you know who are superhumans and they they're obviously particularly good at their sport, but then they also excel in all these things outside of their sport. Um, and I'm wondering, do you think that the skills you developed and learned while being an athlete, do you think that's transferred over into your studies to help you at all? Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of like learning how to manage my time and just being efficient with what I'm doing has definitely helped. Um, but there's so many things that play into that, but I found anyways with business and law I have the time to do a bit of training so I'll make the most of it but um it's definitely just seeing what you can do and making the most of it and I find that if I'm like studying I'll study if I'm training I'm training hard you know like it's just applying yourself as much as you can to each aspect yeah so it's a, it's about commitment and dedication really which is with most things in life um yeah. now pressure you mentioned it again, the pressure and stress there about how exams are becoming a lot more stressful again. So how how do you deal with that pressure and stress in fourth year? Do you think it's through training or do you think you wind down in other ways? Um, so it kind of depends. Um, for the So for the last semester, like training was a bit more limited because we were in a lockdown. So I couldn't swim and that would usually be what I'd go to. Um, so I found myself doing a lot more like knitting and embroidery and like crocheting and just random stuff because it's just a nice outlet to have and one thing that I found um which you might find interesting is that like with all my sporting goals they're very long term so like as in I know in October my goal is in June and that's a super long way until you're actually achieving your goals so I was like okay well if I say I'm gonna embroider this design then you have it done by the end of night and it's a bit of a goal ticked do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> must feel like such an achievement then when you're used to waiting months for them yeah yeah it does <laughs> yeah so final year you've only got you've got less than one semester left out of four years 
um, yeah. obviously you have to move on from college. So what's what's the plan come graduation? What's the short term plan? Um, so, yeah, short term is to graduate um, and just do the best I can in uh, those exams. And long term, not so certain. I do see myself in a business environment. Um, I haven't got a job lined up yet. Um, I'm just kind of looking around and seeing what departments I kind of want to go into. Um, but I don't know what where it's going to take me. I just think I need to get myself in the door somewhere and then work from there. And what what are your favourite aspects of the course at the moment? What are you, what modules are you drawn to? Yeah, so in fourth year, we've had a lot more scope to choose what we'd like. And it's definitely something that I've really valued because, um, you know, the modules in first and second year, like they're just basics and you, you do have to do them, but like they are, I wouldn't say they're super interesting. Um, whereas like there's one module I'm doing now and it's called like managing diversity and it's looking at like, you know, the inclusion within the workplace and like discrimination and how that impacts on, you know, profitability and efficiency and all that sort of stuff. And it's just something that like, I think is super interesting. And especially with all the, you know, the movements recently. And I think it's really like, it's important to do and it's important to be aware of, but like it also is something that is applicable to business. So yeah, I definitely have enjoyed the, I don't know, what do you say, like social justice side of things. So yeah. And then I'm going to split the next question into two questions because you're, you've got two di very different paths in life and maybe you're going to join them up later in life. But first of all, I'm going to ask you, what's your long-term plan for triathlons and sport? So yeah, and then, I'll, and then I'll move on and I'll ask you about your actual degree, but go, give me triathlon first. Uh, yeah, so I kind of need to get, I want to get through the summer anyways and um, graduate. And then I'm in a bit of a position where I'm like, you know, if I can line it up, do I want to go full time? At the moment, that's not really on the cards because I, you know, don't have any support in terms of finance. Um, so it's like, maybe it's a matter of like finding a remote job and just focusing solely on triathlon and then just leaving the career side for a couple of years and trying to develop as much as I can in sport um, over the next few years um, and then maybe look at a future Olympics and just like racing well at um, European level and going from there. And is, that's, is that what you want to do like full time? Is that the goal? Is that the dream? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Has it always been the dream since you were swimming up and down in ESB's pool? Uh, no, it's actually very funny because I feel like when I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, I love sports. And then I got into swimming and it's like, no, absolutely not going to happen in swimming because you do not have the ability. And then I got in Stratham and I was like, oh, maybe this is back on the cards. Um, but it's just kind of like balancing, you know, working towards dreams and goals and then like being realistic with results and stuff. And then on to the uh, long-term plan for your, your business and law degree or your, your work when you're not doing sport. What's the goal there? Yeah, I would yeah see myself in a business environment and then maybe in the future, I'd like to have my own business of some sort because I feel like that's something that I thrive in, but um, the bit of learning to do before I get to there, but I'll definitely be using my business and law uh, degree if that ever works out uh, just something that struck me while we've been doing this interview is you've mentioned first of all you mentioned that you like 
offline learning because you like doing it by yourself. Then you've always been involved in individual sports. I imagine triathlon isn't, it's a, it's a bit of a, I don't want to say lonely sport, but you're by yourself a lot of the time. And then you mentioned how you want to own your business and you want to be your own boss. So do you think you're very much an independent person? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. That definitely adds up. And um, yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of always, I like to do things, not necessarily the way the crowd does it. It's just making it work for me. Um, and that's something that I found even in school. I'm like, oh, well, or especially college. And I'm like, oh, well, if I don't get an amazing grade or whatever, I'm like, oh, well, I know I'm still smart and I can do this. It's just like, not being defined by a certain grade that is given to me in a certain learning environment you know and I was going to ask you about how COVID impacted your year um, obviously you're not on campus anymore and I assume a bit of your training's been limited but it sounds like from that that you're loving it maybe not loving it but you're doing pretty well yeah um no I'm like I, I don't mind it like I'm doing the best I can it's not like before COVID I was going out every single week you know that the pubs and clubs being closed is breaking my heart um but I haven't minded it and like this during the summer I was in a bit of a different position because I kind of took a step away from sport for a little while and just had fun but like I kind of saw that as an opportunity to be like oh I can travel a bit of Ireland and see places that I might not see otherwise but um when it comes to um learning and stuff it's just like making making the most of it you know, but now to be fair, if I'm training um, like an animal this side of the year and there's no race in the summer, I would get quite disappointed um, because I just like that's that's what I train for. I train to race. So that is something I'm trying to stay positive about and hopefully they will happen. And you, you mentioned there again about how, you know, you might be disappointed if there's no races and also about how you took a break over summer. Has there ever been a point where you've gotten to where you've thought, no, I can't like you're obviously extremely busy with business and law and triathlons. Has there ever been a point where you just said something's got to give? I've got to stop training so hard. I've got to give up on the professional dream or I've got to defer college or, or something along those lines. Yeah, so I found that um, last year when I was in third year, I had a part time job as well. And I just found like I was juggling way too much. And to be honest, in hindsight I didn't really have to have that part-time job or I could have done less hours but um I just remember at the time I was like I'm doing everything but nothing to a high level like I wouldn't say that <laughs> yeah well no I think like my grades definitely weren't as good as I could have been like in triathlon I always find that I'm like doing my best and I'm just focusing on it and recovering and everything and I was like I'm just running from one place to another the whole time um and yeah like the work I was doing like it was fine it wasn't too demanding but it was just like I definitely found I was under a lot of pressure and after that I was like okay I can't I can't put myself under that again because it was super stressful and then I actually don't think I was as half as productive as I could have been if I just had dropped one and so I haven't I haven't been working this year so that's definitely definitely helped and in terms of training and um college but even being not being on campus like the the time I've saved and not um traveling to and from has definitely also contributed to that we look at these professional athletes who are studying full-time and it's like how do they do it all and I guess at the same time you're you're all just human 
yeah um, yeah absolutely so I'm just keeping an eye on the clock here and you know it's kind of a tradition on the grad life podcast that we ask um those who are coming on to talk to us about what what book they'd recommend to people or it can be a podcast but what what book or a podcast they'd recommend to our listeners um so one of the books that I read this year was women don't owe you pretty by Florence Given um I'm not a huge reader and it was a nice light read, but um, had a good message. And there's she's an illustrator as well, so there's some really cool pictures in it as well, which was quite enjoyable, I think. And then the last question, which is something I'm kind of excited to ask you because I have a feeling I might know what it is. Um, what quote do you live by? That might sound cringy, but but maybe explain to us why that why that quote and where it came from. Yeah. So one quote that I definitely do live by. Um, was said to me by my swim coach and that was fake it till you make it and I I do live by that because I'm definitely someone that's like if you just back yourself and if you're just confident it will work out and every time it does so yeah it's definitely something I do live by. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us today you're such an inspiration to law students or any students or anyone who's listening so thanks again Willa. Thanks so much for having me Isabel.